Looking for the best gifts for everyone on your list? Kendra Scott has just what you need. Find jewelry for every style and an affordable price. From diamonds and genuine stones to the season's best trends, Kendra Scott Jewelry is a gift that's sure to wow. You might even find a few things for yourself. Shop now at KendraScott.com and enjoy 15% off your order with code JOY15. Tis the season to give joy. Hey guys, and welcome to episode 207 of The Startup Diary. I am one of your co-hosts, Harrison Mudge, and I am with my other co-host. You never like the way that you do that, do you? Your face always looks puzzled just, every time you do an intro and you say co-host and co-host. Because does that even make sense? How do you, how do you introduce your co-host if you've just called yourself co-host? But I think, I think everyone understands that if I say, hi, this, I'm Harrison, joined by my co-host, that automatically mm-hmm. makes you a co-host. Need some podcasting lessons. Some rusty. We're only two hundred and six episodes <laughs> in. <laughs> uh, Adam, today all I've got is a subject line topic for this show. No clue on the context, but it is getting fired by a client. This is gonna be a short one. <laughs> <laughs> You're fired. <laughs> That's what I was gonna go down, but I thought people can't see the activity. Um, can't see me weep. Exactly. They can't see my Alan Sugar. Um, what's the word I'm looking finger. for? Finger. <laughs> finger. My Alan Sugar finger. And if anyone doesn't watch The Apprentice, uh, they'll have no idea he what points, I'm talking about. And anyone new to the show today, I apologise. <laughs> Go back and listen to something else and you'll Maybe see. Maybe not that. the very early ones, not but the, somewhere in the middle. 100 onwards. <laughs> dig yeah. in. Go back. You'll fall in love with us and you'll, you'll let us get away with sloppy intros like this. Talk about getting fired by a client. This was more a public service announcement of a big lesson that I've recently learnt. And as a business, Expert Trades, we have two different parts of the business. We have uh, community, so trade professionals that we work with. Um, we, we give them free services. We do paid services. Yep. Uh, and then we do work for partners. And partners are people that make building products. So people that make boilers, people that make tiles, people that make filters, people that make stuff that tradespeople buy. So our business is fairly reliant on good, healthy relationships with partners. And we signed up a new partner. I'm going to keep names out of it. But we signed up a new partner six months ago. And it came from some very healthy discussions to start with. I'd done some talks. I won the business through doing talks at uh, other forums where mm-hmm. 80 to 100 other um, suppliers attend. They liked what we did. They liked uh, the creativity and access to the network that we have through through Expert Trades community. So we started to do a piece of work and I was dealing with one person. I was dealing with one person in the company. When I went and pitched, I pitched three people, pitched the CEO, pitched, pitched one of their sales directors and then an account yeah. manager. And this might sound really boring, guys, but I am going to try and whistle through because there is a, an important lesson here. So the three people that are in the room that made the decision to say, yes, we want to do a partnership with Expert Trades and there's your money. And it's a five-figure deal for us. Um, and the way it works is we get paid quarterly. The three people in the room signed off and my only point of contact at that point. Uh, we're going to call her Joanne, just for argument's sake. So my only point uh, <laughs> of contact, no name. idea why I went there. Uh, my only point of contact is Joanne. Um, <laughs> and for six months I was dealing with Joanne and we're six months into that relationship. We did a campaign, we did a project months one to three. Yep. And we didn't get the results that we wanted uh, for a number of different reasons. 
So what we decided to do was go above and beyond for month four. Uh, we, well, if I say too much, then the bloody obvious who the client is. We went above and beyond and did an yeah. extra piece of content. So uh, we basically did twice the amount of work that we should have done mm-hmm. as a way to sort of say, listen, great piece of content as well. Amazing piece of content, one of the best pieces of content ever made. So we got all that piece of content done. We sent it to them. We did the revisions and they were super happy. So up until that point, everyone's happy because we went above and beyond. They've got so much value for by the time month four comes around and they go, great. And they go, are you happy with it? And they go, yes. And we go, great, let's use it. And they go, you can't use it yet. We're just waiting on some sign-off on our products about some certification. Once we've got that done, mm-hmm. should be in a couple of weeks, we can then publish this video. Because in the video, we talk about that certification because yep. we knew it was in the pipeline. So I check in like every two weeks. Mm. How are we getting on? What's happening? Still haven't got a certificate. Still haven't got a certificate. And what basically happens is we get to the end of month six and there's nothing happened with this video. And, and because there's nothing happened with the video, the next thing in the project was using that video, as yeah. you know. So month seven comes about, like the first day of month seven, and we get an email that says, lack of activity on the account, lack of deliverables, we're breaking contract, we no longer want to work with you guys. And this is from a person that I've never even spoke to at the company. <laughs> I then get a phone call like 15 minutes later from Joanne saying, really sorry, I had no idea that email was coming. I'll deal with it. So the whole point of this show, and it's me, I don't want it to just be me venting, is the lesson that I've learned is just because you're dealing with one contact in a company, you need to make sure you speak to all shareholders where your work has impact. Sorry, all stakeholders where your work has impact. Because what was happening is I was speaking to an account manager, mm-hmm. but I hadn't spoken to the marketing manager. Okay. Because I was under the assumption... But what, why would you assume that you needed to speak to anyone other than the person that you've been interacting back and forth with because I, I think it i didn't but i should have asked the question my lesson for everyone on the show that, today because i would have thought it's probably a safe assumption not a safe assumption but if you're speaking to one of the people that you made the deal with and all that then yep. you would just rightly or wrongly assume that they're keeping comms internally on their their side about everything that's going on. So to get a, to get someone that you'd never spoken to, not one of the three people that you signed mm-hmm. the deal with, but to get some random person, obviously just look at some figures on a sheet, spreadsheet somewhere and then reach out and try and cancel the contract. Yeah, you're completely right. It's, it's a fair assumption to make, but it's one I'll never make again. Mm. Uh, because one thing that we always forget as we run a business is internally there are politics that take place. And as a as a working client relationship, we're not, we don't get to see the internal politics that take place in a business. And internally, people have their own agendas. So we might be dealing with someone that doesn't believe in the type of work that we do and is just using this as an opportunity to okay. say, I'm right, this stuff doesn't work, we should have gone with my plan a year ago. I'm not saying that's the case, but what I'm saying is there are internal politics at hand that we, we don't know. Mm. So moving forward, every single time that we now set up a new partnership, in our kickoff meeting and we've just landed a new client that we've done this with I was meant to be having a meeting with one woman and I said who in the team is going to be using any of the content that we create and then she told me two other women in the company I was like fantastic I said can we please get those in the room just for our kickoff meeting so they Mm -hmm. understand who I am what we do they're up to speed and I at least have some point of contact and reference for them yeah "Yeah, not a problem I had the meeting turns out they were actually going to be the people that I have point of contact with for the whole eight weeks of the campaign <laughs> but it was going to go through the first person then into those two wow. and I was like okay so they would have had kind of no context to the whole thing they would have had second hand context yeah. which I think is dangerous so lesson for the show 
and it's probably going to be a super short one and again this is this is why we do the podcast we can just do what we want on the show yeah. it was a massive lesson for me in terms of making sure that when you have a working relationship with anybody making sure that you don't just go for a close on the deal and then have what you assume is the only stakeholder that is impacted by your work understand and i think it's a very professional approach that you can then take with a with a company hey thank you for hiring us to do this piece of work we're really keen to understand how this impacts your business and who it impacts in the business so then so then if they have any questions they can speak to us directly so nothing gets lost in sort of secondhand communication mm-hmm. who will be using this piece of content oh uh that person in marketing will be using it and then our sales guys out on the road might use it great would you mind doing me a favor can you put an email out to those guys with an introduction my email so at least they know i exist and who i am so you don't necessarily need a face-to-face interaction when you're trying to strike the deal, but so long as you can get a list of everyone and anyone that might be involved with the uh, the deal that you've created, yep. at some point along the line, just introduce yourself. 100%. Just so they know that a and random co- email from Adam Kellow is not some, someone spamming that's trying to make it. Yeah, like- 100%. Not me just trying to sell you some more stuff. Yeah. Uh, and I think if you can get in that email... So one, someone in the company to feed it down into those involved. So it's an internal email, yes. But make sure that you cover your ass in that email that says, listen, if you've got any questions on the account, any concerns or any queries at all, please pick up the phone or email me straight away so we're more than happy to help. Because then all of a sudden, this chat might have been sitting on this. Let me see what these guys are doing for two months. But I'm, I would have gone back and said, well, you had my email. If you had any queries mm. and questions. Because yeah. if you picked the phone, I said, oh, I'm dealing with Joanne. We're waiting for this video to have this sign off. Yeah that's the, the the mess that this has caused so now i've basically got to go down reset the relationship restart the contract not in terms of financially but say it's been really horrible for the last three weeks guys i feel like we've sort of broken relationships let's just get around the table make sure everyone's happy understand what we do and this person's in the room at that point who tried to break contract <laughs> so it's going to be an interesting meeting but the key thing is i want everyone to listen to is you need to protect yourself against this stuff you need to make sure that if you're doing deals that have a significant impact on your business winning the deal is only the start of it sustaining it making it making it successful and then hopefully expanding on that and that's my biggest annoyance about this is i think this company we could do some fantastic work for visually for the work that you do predominantly i think we could do some fantastic work for yeah. but there's zero chance of me expanding that account now after their 12 month contract the best i'll get is a renewal renewal's okay but i want to expand yeah. the accounts so yeah, a bit of a venting one for me, guys. Um, I think, it's a I th- short one. I think it's been quite interesting because um, it's probably a scenario that can and will happen to other people that listen. Um, I just don't want people to make the same mistakes we do. That's why we do the show. And I think if someone's listened to this and they are dealing with people in a company, just because the MD signs the check doesn't yeah. mean... You need buy-in from the people that you're dealing with mm. and you need to know who you're impacting in a business. Because when you walk out of a room after a meeting, you don't know what's being said. You don't know what strings are being pulled. Just the, what saved this is we've got a very big fan in that company that believes in what we do because they mm. know the work we yeah. do. If we didn't have that advocate for what we do, this deal would yeah. be dead. Fact, dead. And that's five figures worth of revenue that I've got cut off the bottom line next year or go and spend three months trying to like replace it. And no one's got time for that. So by just taking that little bit of due diligence up front, you can save yourself a world of pain in the future. And then in future episodes, we can talk about things that we're learning about just managing accounts. Like that's a big lesson that we're going through at the moment. Um, 
yeah, and we, we, it's painful, but we are transparent, honest with all of our partners and, and clients, and I think they hugely value us for that. We're trying to do something really interesting now, and we'll do it on a future show. And if you can hear that, we are currently <laughs> sat in a hotel room, and someone feels like they—they probably won't be able to hear it. They'll probably just want no, these they things. That, someone just sounds like they're just rolling a tractor down the corridor. But we're moving our model, and I'll just leave this on the show as we wrap up. But we—we're not an agency. We don't want to say, "Oh, pay us to do this many hours, and we'll do this work." We—we we do results. We're fun. Mm. You tell us what you want us to achieve, and we will go and do that. That's what makes us special and unique, and that's what we want to be known for. That's definitely a conversation for a future show. Cool. We'll leave it there. Why can you see me? You can see me going into that. Then. Yeah, I know. Yeah, it was good, uh, guys. If you have any questions, uh, or if you've had a similar scenario and want some advice, whether it's <laughs> whether Adam can provide it or we can connect you to someone else, because we've got some great listeners that do listen to the show that have that have been. A- we've been able to connect them up and and they've just been able to share advice and help and all that. Send the emails in to Harrison at experttrades.com. Two T's in the middle. One S at the end. And anything else, Adam? No, I think that's it. I was. Stay I, hungry. I, <laughs> Ha, ha, ha.